the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green and as always, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I want to thank Bobby Rabati and his family at BNN Auto Sales for their support of your car insiders. Uh, I've helped Bobby actually buy some cars. I've helped Bobby sell some cars. And when I say sell a car, I sold his car for him to one of my friends and I've helped him buy a car through one of my friends for his wife. Located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona, Bobby Rabati and his family, the easiest way to reach them, it's 602-722-9151. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to my friends at the Earnhardt Auto Centers. Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford, and Adam Breen at Santan Hyundai. Uh, they've been a great supporter all year of me helping clients get cars. Uh, biggest issue has been getting cars. And this is going to go on for the foreseeable near future, but we don't have a crystal ball. You know, last week, one of the things that I touched on was rising interest rates. And that's going to be a thing that I don't think we're going to see any kind of a reprieve anytime in the near future. But I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was walking through the showroom at his dealership, and he had some really slick cars. A lot of stuff that was done by tuners. So if you go in and, and you look at a car, and it's been sent out to a company like Shelby or Roush or Lingenfelter, a lot of the banks don't like to finance these upgrades. It's a little bit easier when the car's new, but it's a little bit tougher when the car's used. I had a friend of mine that had a Ford F-150 Lariat pickup truck with about $45,000 worth of upgrades through a company called Shelby American. And a company that does the upgrade is Tuscany, I believe. So he was having a hard time getting the vehicle financed. And he reached out to me, and within an hour, I was able to track down who sold the car originally and call that general manager and have him send me the invoice for all of those upgrades itemized because there was no ad for any of that stuff in Kelly Blue Book, which is what a lot of the lenders look at for what they're going to loan on a car. And 
it was a very, very difficult situation. The gentleman bought the car, and after he was in the car, they found out the bank changed their mind about how they were going to finance this vehicle because they didn't have approval yet for the gentleman. And that's something that happens all the time in the state of Arizona. It's called spot delivery. You sign something most of the time when you buy a car that says you understand that your loan is not approved yet. And if for any reason we can't get your loan approved, you're going to bring the vehicle back. So the banks have started to back off financing market adjustments. And when I asked this gentleman about some of these cars, he said, well, you know, we haven't run into a big, huge problem because a lot of these people that are buying these vehicles, they have cash down or they're cash buyers. Now, I'm not talking about $25,000 cars with $6,000 worth of ads. I'm talking about $60,000 cars that had $60,000 worth of upgrades done at Shelby or Lingenfelter. Some of these cars, somebody was talking to me that they saw something that was really cool. And he calls me about the car and he's all excited. And he tells me, yeah, it starts at $75,000. And I asked him to go back and read the article. He said, why? I said, yes, the upgrades start at $75,000. You still have to give them the car. Oh, so the car was 50. The upgrade started 75. You're now in a car that's 125 grand. I will tell you this. If you're looking at a Mustang and you want to buy something that's super exotic in a Mustang, okay? There's nothing better than a Shelby Super Snake, okay? Uh, They're really, really cool. But when I say there's nothing better, I'd rather have the Ford Mustang GT500. Now, the reason that I prefer the car that's done by the factory is nothing to do with the quality, nothing to do with the performance. It has to do with, in the long term, what car is going to hold its value better. Now, there are some of these cars that they build 10 or 15 of, and they sell, you know, five years after someone bought them, and they sell them for more than they paid for them. All I'm telling you is you need to do your research on anything that you want to buy. If you call me, I can do a lot of that research a lot easier than you can, and it's easy to reach me. It's 602-525-1370. You know, one of the things I was talking about last week, and we're going to go back and touch on it again, about this situation with Carvana. So I... I get, I get these articles off of MSN's auto page. And what amazed me is how, far, how hard it was to find some stuff about Carvana at this point. But if you Google Elon Musk's name, and I did that the other day. I'm sorry, let me take that back. If I go to MSN's auto page and I just go through and scroll through, there were 42 Articles that the titles had Elon Musk's name in them. If you're thinking about buying a Tesla, if you're thinking about buying a car from Carvana, 
okay? If you want to hear about Carvana, don't call me. I just, I'll tell you the articles that I can find. But if you're thinking about it, do yourself a favor. Google Carvana. Google it yourself. If you feel good about dealing with them after this, after reading this stuff, I'm not going to tell you not to buy a car. I'm not going to tell you to not do anything. Now, this is from December 20th. Okay. On December 20th at 1252 p.m., Carvana's stock was $4.25. $4.24. If I go back five years, it started at $21.25 on December 22nd, 2017. Goes to. Now I go to August 13th. 2021, a little over a year ago, was $360.98. It's the articles here. How disrupting the used car market caused Carvana to succeed and stumble. Why Carvana is such a wreck today. Finance worst company of the year. Uh, Carvana, a cheap money cautionary tale as the Fed interest rates bite. Is Carvana in trouble? Carvana's net loss expanded from $68 million to $508 million, and with just $316 million in cash and equivalents compared to a $6.6 billion in long-term debt, the company could be heading into a solvency crisis, which means it may struggle to pay off its creditors. It's a very important thing to understand. Should you hold, Carvana has received a consensus rating of hold. This company's average rating score is 2.08 and is based on four buy ratings. Why is their stock crashing? Okay, I'm not here, like I said, I, I'm not here to pick on Carvana. I'm here to try to protect you. You know, when people had sobs and Saab went out of business, Okay, your warranty on a sob didn't get picked up, I don't believe, from General Motors. Saab bankruptcy warranty. Here's some simple, possibly underwhelming news for owners of around 14,000 Saab cars from 2010 and 2011. So this article was... I don't see the date. The company took over the parts business in North America for the bankrupt automaker is encouraging dealers to sell those owners an extended service contract at cost. Okay. Which were sold without an effective manufacturer's warranty because of the Saab bankruptcy. The company said earlier it was trying to come up with some way to try and satisfy those customers who were left without a warranty. Offering to sell people at a service contract Sell people a service contract is a practical solution, but it isn't a substitute for a new car warranty. By definition, a new car warranty comes with a new car at no extra charge. Service contracts work like insurance. Even at cost, the service contracts represents a fairly big out-of-pocket expense. President and CEO Saab 
the base price for the service contract that covers the powertrain only is under 500 bucks. For more comprehensive service contract, the price is around 1500. Deal is set the final retail price. All I'm warning you about, and this is information you need to gather for yourself. I'm telling you, the gentlemen, I said last week, if you're going to do business with any of these companies, especially good luck is what he said with dealing with Carvana. There are states that won't allow you to buy a car through Carvana. My name's Gary Green, and I'm here to help you buy a car. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm not going to sell your used car for you. I'm not going to look for the $5,000 car for you. If you're looking for a late model used car, I'm going to find out if buying a new one makes more sense. Uh, that's what I'm about. It's the easiest way to reach me. 602-525-1370. I've never, ever not returned a phone call from to someone. Want to, once again, special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, Rich and Troy. Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. And as always, the easiest way to reach me, 602-525-1370. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. It is absolutely the easiest way to reach me. If you feel the need to send an email, six, uh, 602, you can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. You can find the podcasts on yourcarinsiders.com. You can find the podcasts on 960 The Patriot. I think under podcasts, I'm the third or fourth one down, Your Car Insiders. You can listen to numerous, numerous shows. I get a kick out of... Uh, there's a gal that listens to the show on the podcast, and every once in a while when I call her, she always laughs and says... I heard her, I heard it in the background, my voice. She goes, I'm listening to your podcast right now. Let me hit the mute button. So my wife wants to know where the mute button is because if you haven't figured out yet, I like to talk. And the funny thing is, I do like to talk, but I'm kind of get to the point 
kind of person. So I love when my wife says to me, hey, I want to tell you a story, but I want to tell you the whole story. So please don't move and listen to everything that I'm telling you. And I have to listen to the whole story. And the truth of the matter is usually her stories are very interesting. But I'm kind of the punchline kind of person. And I don't want to keep harping on this, but, you know, I talked last week about some of the troubles with Carvana, and a general manager of a car dealership sent me an article this week, and it was from Yahoo Finance, and it says Carvana will be in the fight of its life in pivotal 2023. Here we are on New Year's Eve 2022. Mounting financial losses, a plunging stock price, nervous creditors, and regulatory roadblocks have online used car giant Carvana on the ropes as it enters 2023. Here is where it stands. Carvana's stock price plunged in the early days of the pandemic before rocketing to an intraday trading high of nearly $377 in August of 2021. Okay, I thought it was 363 it has since lost more than 98% of its peak value. Mounting financial losses, a stock, a plunging stock price, nervous creditors, and regulatory roadblocks in several states have online used car giant Carvana Company on its ropes as it enters 2023 with used car con- market conditions in decline and facing doubts about the ability to survive another without major restructuring. Carvana must tread carefully in the early months of 2023 as it tries to reduce cash burn, cut costs, and squeeze more profit from each used car and truck it sells, says financial analysts closely watching the former stock market price. Now, I've mentioned I've never helped anybody buy a car from Carvana. I have on numerous occasions recommended and done it for clients, put my car into Carvana's website, and they've sold their cars because the dollar amounts were way more than a dealership would give them. And when I say way more, a couple of them were thousands of dollars more than the dealership offered, even with the tax savings that the dealership could provide them. This year has marked a severe tumble for Carvana from the euphoric heights it reached in 2021, when its market valuation at one point topped $60 billion and investors were eagle Eager to go along for the ride. Now Carvana's market capitalization is below a billion dollars after a year in which slowing markets, soaring inflation and interest rate spikes shackled its growth plans. The company made sweeping job cuts in May and in November when the CEO acknowledged retailers tougher sledding this year. The company's reputation continues to take hits from customer service snarls and regulators alleging of licensing and registration violations. The retailer had charted an aggressive growth strategy for 2022 and expected strong used car demand to carry over from 2020 and 2021. When Carvana and its auto e-commerce peers enjoyed rocketing interest and spending from consumers shopping beyond traditional dealerships during the coronavirus pandemic, but Carvana is now entrenched in cost-cutting mode and has posted quarterly net losses totaling more than $1.4 billion so far this year. It also is grappling with a large debt load and may be reworked in 2023. 
While company watchers are weighing the possibility of bankruptcy, Carvana has some time to work on its problems, some analysts have said. Bottom line is the odds that there's not a bankruptcy Bank bottom line is that odds are that there's not a bankruptcy filing chapter seven or 11 in the next couple of quarters. Uh, equity analyst Seth Bashman told automotive nudes odds rise as we move closer to the end of 2023. If they haven't been able to make changes, he thinks Carvana will make further moves to avoid the possibility of bankruptcy. They're a Tempe, Arizona company declined to make uh, of Executives were not available uh, for any interviews for this report, uh, but one of the executives talked about the retailers changing fortunes last month, making sure that you kind of batten down the hatches and get ready for the time that might be difficult over the twelve next 12 to 18 months. You focus on things that you know you can do to make a positive contribution. I think it's important. Industry event a day before the company's latest round of job cuts was announced. Earlier in November, after Carvana reported a $508 million net loss for the third quarter, the company detailed the revised plans to favor maximizing per vehicle profits over increasing its sales volume. The strategy is distinct from Carvana's approach in earlier years. When it worked to expand much faster to grab share in the overall used car market, uh, a managing director covering Carvana, CarMax, and other auto retailers. Carvana, which was founded in 2012, went public in 2017, already is a volume juggernaut. It ranks number two on the automotive news list of 100 top 100 retailers in used vehicle sales with retail sales of 425,000 plus in 2021. Carvana's head of external communications and government affairs touted to automotive news in a statement that millions of satisfied customers have responded positively to Carvana's e-commerce model, making it the fastest growing retailer in the U.S. history. Disrupting any industry is never easy, but especially one that's been around for 100 years, this gentleman said. But that growth is slowing. If Carvana sustains its sales pace over the first three quarters to finish this year, retail about 443,000 cars used vehicles in 2022, but its 8% volume decline in the third quarter suggests that even may be unlikely. Either way, the retailer is underperforming its own estimate made earlier this year of 550,000 vehicles. It's also are way behind, well behind those of the biggest competitor. The long-established number one CarMax has retailed about 925,000 vehicles in most recent, in the most recent fiscal year. If Carvana can deliver on the updated, updated objectives, minimizing cash burn, trimming costs, and harnessing more profit per vehicle sale, its runway, its runway remains as long as ever. This came from a Wells Fargo senior equity analyst. Carvana had more than $4 billion in committed financing. You know, I'm going to stop reading the article, but I want people to understand if you have interest in buying a car from Carvana, if you have any interest, don't go by what I'm telling you, because I'm telling you the articles that I'm reading. Google it yourself. Google Carvana. Google the stock. Look at the last five years. I'm not telling you to not buy a car from anybody. I'm telling you to know what you're doing before you sign anything. 
Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to your car insiders on 96 The Patriot. Once again, the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. Very special thanks again to Bobby Rabati and his family at B&N Auto Sales. 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona, 602-722-9151. If you're looking for a pre-owned commercial vehicle, give Bobby Rabati a call. Once again, 602-722-9151. Also, very special thanks to Joey Staples, David Garcia, and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. Joey's at the Earnhardt Honda Store. Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Santan. They're, they have made it extremely easy for me to help clients buy vehicles over the last basically 12 years. So I'm done talking about Carvana. So I want to talk about another article. And this one was on November 15th, 2022. Will car prices go down in 2023? Uh, This was written by Alex Bernstein. He's the managing editor, but I don't know from where. With improving vehicle inventory across much of the country, new car prices appear set to go down in 2023. However, it could take even longer for new car prices to go back to normal since most automakers are choosing to make certain practices that they adopted during the chip shortage permanent. As of this writing, the average day supply of new cars is 20 days higher than it was the same period last year. That's according to Cox Automotive, which added that new car supplies last month were 56% lower than in 2019. Even though inventory is getting better, it's still nowhere near normal levels. I don't know if it's ever going to go back to normal levels. The average price paid for a new vehicle last month reached $48,281, resulting in an estimated monthly payment of a record high $748. The Federal Reserve is also signaling that interest rates may continue to hike to help fight inflation that has made everyday goods less affordable. Now, the one thing they don't talk about in that $748 payment is what's the term? A lot of people have financed their cars for a shorter term because of the interest rates being more affordable. Uh, some of the lower rates are 40, your 48 month term. Even if new car inventory improves and we recover from the global chip shortage, there's no guarantee that things will ever go back to normal. For example, major U.S. automaker Ford plans to stock up eight, stock up to 80% fewer vehicle configurations at dealers and to encourage consumers to place factory orders. 
Similarly, Honda wants to reduce overhead by normalizing lower inventory. If that ends up becoming the case, the consumer's leverage to negotiate a better deal could evaporate. Factory incentives remain at historic lows, though the deepest discounted cars still offer savings if you know where to look. Unfortunately, the best time to buy a car may may not be anything like it was in the past. This year's sell-down of 22 model year inventory came and went almost immediately. Normally, there would have been months to take advantage of the savings. Such deals were practically non-existent this year. No one can predict. Now, I like this. I like this article. No one can predict how manufacturers will respond when it comes to new car deals. However, if the supply of cars exceeds demand, there's a good chance that better deals will emerge eventually. If not, there's a good chance that new car prices may not go down in a truly meaningful way in 2023. High car prices, poor incentives, Higher interest rates could pose challenges for car buyers, for example. Toyota's new GR Corolla hatchback currently has a payment of $666 based on a rate of nearly 9%. Even used cars are selling for above MSRP of new cars. If you can try, try to shop around to avoid a deal and markup. While we don't expect average prices to plummet anytime soon there could be something to be said for getting the best deal possible under the circumstances some brands are offering steep loyalty discounts to avoid losing customers now those steep discounts that they talk about some of them are a whopping thousand bucks some of them are 500 Deals typically disappear after the holidays, which can make January a lousy time to buy a car. Depending on when 2024 cars go on sale, it could make sense to take advantage of price protection protection programs. For lessees, it may be possible to extend your lease until the car you want becomes available. Most important thing that you want to remember, if you extend your lease, do they lower the residual? Or are you just making additional payments with the same residual? The other thing about extending your lease, if you lease a car that has a 36-month warranty and your lease, you're going to go past the 36 months, you're now driving a car that you don't have a warranty. Now, one of my friends called me up and he decided to buy his lease car out. He didn't like what the... what. What they were offering through the manufacturer for new leases, and he had a car that no one had really ever seen before, because it was that loaded of a trim level of a car that was normally fifty five thousand. This car was almost seventy grand with all the equipment from the factory. He bought his car, but he's got an additional year because the car that he bought was a four year forty eight thousand mile warranty. I'm Gary Green. I'm your car insider, and I'm here to help you buy a car. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. 
Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370. If you feel the need to send an email, you can log into yourcarinsiders.com. There's a contact page on that. I will respond to you as soon as I see the email. I do not get emails to my phone, so it could be 12, 24 hours before I reach out to you. If you put a phone number in, I will call you. You know... Before we get started, I want to send out a very special thanks for the Earnhardt Auto Centers and their support of the radio show. Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Santan, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. Very special thanks again to Troy and Rich at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. And last but not least, uh, Bean and Auto Sales. Located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Bobby's phone number is 602-722-9151. So I'm going to go over a couple of more articles that I thought that were pretty interesting. And this was on MotorOne.com. Cars that are due to get a new generation in 2023. So if a car is coming out with a new model, it used to always be a great time to buy the last year of that existing model. So the big thing you want to remember when you see these changes, what were the changes to the vehicle? Was it just a, a refresh to the body or did the engine, you know, did the drivetrain change? Did the technology in the vehicle change? So like I said, this article Cars due to get a new generation in 2023, uh, Motor1.com. With several years on the job, these cars should make way for a new gen model soon. The life cycle of a car lasts seven to eight years on average, breaking down the period of time we observe four distinct phases, introduction, growth, maturity, and decline. The mid-cycle refresh after about three or four years of sale reaches the maturity stage. That helps the product stay fresh without major investments. Many significant cars in Europe and the United States will be seven or eight years old in 2023. Most of these are very popular models presented or unveiled between 2015 and 2016. We will soon see the new generations of these vehicles. Below are the answers divided by manufacturers. So the first one that we're going to talk about is BMW. The next generation of the BMW 5 Series should be among the most important presentations of 2023. The current G30 Series was unveiled, unveiled in October of 2016, and thus the brand could present the new verse by the end of next year. The same goes for Mini Sisters Clubman. Ford, even though Ford has announced that it won't be a next-generation Fiesta, the iconic small car will turn seven in November 2023. In the United States, meanwhile, the public expended, <coughs> expected to see the new Lincoln Nautilus, which was first unveiled in January 2015 as the Lincoln MKX. 
Volvo. It's not yet clear whether Volvo will continue to market its flagship S90 vehicle as we know it today. The big Swedish sedan was presented in December 2015 and would follow the same fate as the XC90 by transitioning to an all-electric generation. The same fate could also befall the same the station wagon version of the V90, which has been on the market since February 2016. Speaking of General Motors, Cadillac is already late to replace the XT5, which turns eight next year in the United States. On the Chevrolet front, however, it is not yet clear whether a new generation Camaro will arrive. The Mustang fighter debuted its present form in 2015 and rumors have persisted for years that it could be canceled when the next generation current generation is over there's still no news about the future of the chevy equinox the current generation has been on the market since september 2016 the brand we recall has recently presented the equinox ev therefore the petrol version could survive for a few more years. Mercedes-Benz, like the BMW 5 Series, the next generation Mercedes E-Class rival is also one of the most anticipated introductions of 2023. The The current generation was presented in January 2016. The second generation of the Mercedes GLC Coupe should also arrive over the next year following the introduction of the classic version last summer. Nissan, on the Japanese front, there are three products destined to change, but whose future is not clear. First, it's the Infiniti Q60, followed by the Nissan Maxima, and finally the Nissan Micra, all currently in the decline stage of their life cycles. Maxima has been confirmed as leaving the U.S. market after 2023, but its global status is unclear. Rumors of Nissan's Titans impending death after 2024 could also mean a grand exit from the full-size truck market. We're not going to go into Renault because we don't see those here. The Stellantis Group, which is basically Chrysler. It's 14 brands. Could have a lot of work to do in 2023. The Alfa Romeo Giulia and Stelvio will turn 7 and 8 respectively, like the Chrysler Pacifica presented in January 2016 and whose facelift was introduced in February 2020. More important in the case of the third generation is the Citroën C3, which has been on the market since June 2016 and whose next new generation could be one for the French brand's immediate priorities. Believe it or not, Tesla, the car maker, has the second oldest lineup in the world. As for Fiat, three of the models will be at least seven years old, uh, and these were also built uh, for Brazil. After last year's restyling, the G's Compass is not expected to receive a new generation anytime soon, despite the current generation being unveiled in September 2016. The Jaguar F-Pace will be 8 in September, and as a key product of the brand, we should see some hints of the new generation later in the year. However, that probably won't be the case for the Jaguar XF, which has been on the market since March 2015. The Land Rover Discovery, the current generation, has been around since 2016. Nobody expects a new generation of the Tesla Model X, despite it being on the market since 2015. The Model 3 is nearly as old 
being revealed in March 2016. There's no generation, no new generations in sight. Instead, minor improvements could be in store as Tesla has done with the Model S, which has been on sale since 2012. The second generation of the Toyota CHR is expected to hit the market the first half of 2023, when the current generation will be seven years old. Other mobile, uh, other mobile global models, such as the Helix pickup, which will turn eight in May, so it could be time for a brand to present the new generation soon, especially after recent renewal of the Ford Ranger and the Volkswagen Amarok. The same could happen to the U.S. market Tacoma, which has been on sale since 2015. The Volkswagen Group has currently as many as 15 models that are reaching the declining stage. Among the most noticeable are Volkswagen Tiguan, been on sale since September 2015, the Audi A4, the Audi Q5, the Porsche Panamera, the second generation which was revealed to the public in June 2016. For other models like the Audi Q7, this, I don't know what a seat, these are cars that are in Europe. The Volkswagen Atlas, the Porsche 718, uh, new products are also planned in the course of the year. Folks, if you're buying a car and, and you're thinking about something and it's an old and tired, uh, trim level or, or car, Google it. Now, there's certain vehicles that I have no problem with buying the car that's the current model and not pay for the upgraded model. Now, almost all across the board, 2023 cars have raised MSRPs. But the biggest difference in buying a car right now than five years ago is the dollar amount of the rebates. Okay, When I bought my Challenger, there were $3,750 in rebates. I got a mail private offer in the mail for $1,000. So that's twenty seven fifty right there. It's also a car that I was able to buy under invoice in two thousand eighteen compared to where the dealers want MSRP and some of them want more than MSRP. Okay, this one this article is actually kind of fun. Hot cars is the is the publication and it was ten weird and unique classic car features we'd love to see. Modern cars are pretty amazing. They are certainly a cry from vehicles of our parents and grandparents. The features are seemingly endless. Heated and cooled seats, 360-degree cameras, GPS, self-parking. Imagine telling Henry Ford that one day you'd be able to use your phone to not only start, but locate, heat, cool, and diagnose your car. Of course, you'd also have to explain how you can carry a working phone around in your pocket, but that's another story. While we definitely enjoy a lot of cool features in today's vehicles, there are a few weird and unique features from classic cars to of the past we'd love to see introduced in 2023. These 10 features would add convenience and cachet to any car. Ashtrays. No, not for the reason that you're thinking. Sure, most cars have glove boxes, cup holders, center console storage, and maybe even bins in the doors. Resurrect the airstray, but make it a little bigger and removable. Lift the lid to deposit lift the lid to deposit trash, and when it gets full, it pops out for easy emptying. I don't know about this one. Tail fins. In the nineteen fifties to the nineteen sixties was considered America's golden age of auto design. Tail fins are a classic feature of the post war era. 
while they served no actual purpose and may have even been hampered visibility, they were super stylish and futuristic. Without collect- collective excitement over a possible future on Mars, it's a perfect time for our cars to have more of a galactic look rather than a more subtle one. Talking cars. It all began in 1981 when the Datsun Maxima, yes, Datsun, became the first vehicle in the U.S. with a voice warning system. A pleasant feminine voice would alert you to please turn off your lights. Over the years, the technology was expanded, and some cars even said thank you when you complied with their demand. These voice alerts had basically phased out in the 1990s. Now we can give voice commands, but wouldn't it be fun to feel like Knight Rider driving around with a car that tells you what's going on? Back in the days power before power windows were standard, one had to physically raise and lower the windows by turning a window crank handle. While it might seem like an only a caveman would want to return to these days, there's a particular reason to have them. If you've never gotten mildly frustrated because you accidentally opened the door before remembering to roll up the window, then you haven't driven a car that you have you even driven a car in the last 10 years. Imagine if there was a hidden crank that would pop up to roll up the window and avoid having to turn the car back on. This is one that I care about. Okay, So many car makers are foregoing the spare tire and they're putting in a spare tire kit. Technology has come a long way since the invention of the automobile. It wasn't even until 1949 that ignition keys were used to start the car. Of course, if the key fob dies or gets lost, what do you do? You might be able to unlock the doors with an app, but how do you drive? Car makers should bring back the ignition key so we can at least drive to get a new fob. A Toyota van ice maker. Not quite sure I would want that. Uh, Swivel seats. Way back in the 50s. Uh... The designers of Chrysler had a genuine idea, seats that swivel to make entry and exit easier. The idea was expanded upon in some vehicles uh, that could turn 180 degrees. Okay, The last car that I remember was, I think, 1973, and it was a General Motors product. The 1955 Dodge LeFemme was patronizingly sexist with a white and pink exterior and an interior covered in a pink rosebud tapestry material. It was designed to appeal to Her Majesty, the American woman, each car with a matching purse that fit perfectly into its own special compartment. The the purse came packed with all the accessories one might need to go. There was also a compartment in the back of the driver's seat holding a raincoat, rain hat, umbrella. Now, Rolls Royces still have umbrellas. Whether you whether your gender, these built-in conveniences and sound pretty appealing. Fun interiors. You know, each week I'm here to try to help you with helpful hints on buying a car. I want to thank all my friends that have supported the radio show, sponsored the show. Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda. Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai. Uh, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. Troy and Rich at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. And Bobby Rabati and his family at BNN Auto Sales. My number is 602-525-1370. And I want to wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. Three stars.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.